I'm just going to start off the show not with, a, not with a joke, but with a question that I'd like you to answer honestly, please, by raising of your hands. Who here thinks they are a good person? <laughs> that is terrifyingly low. That is low. <laughs> uh, Germany put up more hands than you did. Uh, just so you're aware of your current standing. <laughs> I was in Berlin and they were like, we didn't do it, I wasn't there, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm a good person, I'd like to be, but being a cunt's fun. <laughs> like, you ever met those fucking weirdos that are like, is there any better feeling than just doing a random act of kindness for a stranger and knowing that you've made their whole day? Yeah, giving them the wrong directions, what are you doing? <laughs> A lot of people think I'm a good person. If you were to ask my friends, they'd say I was a good person. And I understand why that is. It's because they only ever hear what comes out of my mouth. They never hear what's going on in my head. And those are two hugely different things, by the way. Out of my mouth, I'm an incredibly polite human being because I know that's the way you have to be. But sometimes when I'm alone in my head, sometimes Hitler. <laughs> Obviously not the same things Hitler hated. Just the same, you know. Passion <laughs> that he had. <laughs> Say what you like about Hitler, passionate man. <laughs> about the wrong things. Yes, we can all agree the wrong things, but passionate nonetheless, like a true artist. <laughs> Some of the thoughts I have genuinely disturb me. I'm not comfortable with who I am as a human being. Because sometimes I have these evil thoughts. I never, I never act on them. And for me, I would argue that's conscious goodness. Right? I go against my natural instinct to be good. I would therefore argue, if you are a naturally good person, I am a better person than you are. Because for you to be good, you don't have to go through a struggle. That's just your default saying. I've got voices to compete with. I don't trust people with not, like, not having an evil voice in their head. Like, you can honestly tell me you see a kitten and no part of your brain goes, kick it. Like, <laughs> you never do. But the voice is always there very confidently going, bet you can get it over the fence. <laughs> like, if I ever need to cheer myself up, like if I'm ever sad or on a bus, those things are very related. <laughs> If I just need to make myself smile, I know what this says about me, but all I have to do to cheer myself up is just to picture any child under the age of 10 with an ice cream and just imagine just fucking tripping him up. <laughs> I know, it's awful. I've never done it, and I never will, because I can tell you on a thousand different levels where that is a horrific thing to do to an innocent child. But I'd be lying. <laughs> If I were to say I didn't know detail by detail every part of that endeavor I'd enjoy. <laughs> like it's his birthday. <laughs> He's got a big badge on, it says nine. He's got a balloon, a big stupid grin on his face because the world hasn't fucked him yet. Because <laughs> it's his birthday, his parents were like, go nuts, and he did. The ice cream stacked up precariously high. There's sauce, there's sprinkles, there's two flakes in there because he's a greedy little cunt. <laughs> He's just so excited. But the thing is, he's also a very good older brother. And recently, his little sister had to come home from school because she wasn't feeling well. And his first thought when he sees all of this extra ice cream on his birthday isn't to have it all to himself. It's to run home and share it with his baby sister. 
because he loves her. And while he's running home, I just go, nah, come <laughs> And because he's young and stupid, he doesn't know whether to prioritize the ice cream, the balloon, or his face. And he fucks all three up in a spectacular fashion. Like, as a rational adult, you go, drop the balloon, we can buy you a new one, use that one to break the fall, save the ice cream. He's not dropping that balloon. He loves that balloon. How's that up there? He doesn't know. That's fucking magic to them. He's an idiot. That's his priority. So he puts ice cream hand down, falls straight into it, both flakes, both eyes, loses balloon anyway. Oh. Does it not just warm your cockles? All right, clearly some of you agree. <laughs> clearly the rest of you have children that you love. <laughs> Let's see if we can take it a little bit darker. <laughs> Let's see if anyone can relate to this horrific thought. This thought normally occurs whenever you're in a relationship, one in the past for you, hopefully. You know one of those relationships where you kind of just fall out of love with the person? You don't hate them, you don't not like them, you just don't love them anymore. And that's a really weird situation to be in because it's all on you. You don't know if that's gonna last forever, but also it never feels like that's an excuse you could go to them with because you'd sound like a sociopath. <laughs> we need to break up. Why? Because I'm fucking dead inside. Um, <laughs> But I thought you loved me. So did I! <laughs> Turns out I don't. What am I like? Uh, three weeks ago, I would have walked across the earth to make you smile, but today your voice is like a fucking cheese grater. So, <laughs> why? So because they've done nothing wrong and you don't want to break their heart and you still like them, you decide to just stay with them in the hopes that you'll fall in love again. Spoiler alert, you won't, it's dead. <laughs> But you just sit there and you wait, you wait looking for an excuse to get out. Just waiting for them to do something unforgivable so that you can actually break up with them with a real excuse and leave with your head held high. But because unlike you, they're not a piece of shit, they won't do that. <laughs> so you have to start lowering your standards for what unforgivable is. <laughs> One weekend, you're like, if they cheat on me, this is perfect. I can leave with my head held high and I will not look like a dick. Nine weeks later, they're faithful, and you're like, man, if they buy orange juice with pulp in it, that is... I can't live like that. All I'm asking is, if you've ever been in a situation like that, in a relationship where you felt trapped, like you couldn't get out of it, and it was just easier to stay in it, all I'm asking is if even for the briefest of seconds, have you ever accidentally caught yourself thinking how much easier life would be If they were to just die? <laughs> and not because you want them to die, but just because them dying is like the easiest way <laughs> for you to get out of that relationship. And it doesn't involve either one of you getting hurt. <laughs> Emotionally. I've had that thought, I'm not proud of it, I'm not bragging about it, but I'm also not denying that it crossed my mind. Having evil thoughts doesn't make you evil, acting on them does. I don't trust people that deny it adamantly, like, no, no, I've never thought that, of course I've never thought that. Really, you've been in love forever. 
you've never had any partner in the past where just like the last two weeks of that relationship, you fucking hated them. <laughs> you just got to the point you're just at home and they phone you because they're stupid. <laughs> and you don't want to answer the phone because that would involve talking to them, so you're just waiting until they hang up so you can get back on Tinder. <laughs> And you don't want to answer the phone, but the only reason you do is because that same evil voice in the back of your head is telling you that what this phone call actually means is that somebody somewhere has just found a phone on a body. <laughs> You've got to hide the disappointment in your voice when they answer. <laughs> Hello? Oh, baby, it's you. How are you? What are you up to? Oh, you're driving. No, I'll stay on the line. What's up? What's happening? Watch Daniel Sloss live shows only on Netflix.